everybody. Today is a great day. You are listening to the DMV Wedding Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Abigail, from Abby Doodle Productions Videography. This is going to be our season one finale on the podcast. Thank you so much for those of you who have listened thus far. I can't wait to show you what's up ahead. And if there's something in particular in this wedding world that you would love to hear about or learn about, please let me know and uh, we can totally work on that moving forward. Um, on this episode, I'm talking to Nikki from Island Flower Shop. They're located on Ken Island. Um, they do everyday arrangements, but they also do big events and weddings. They've got 23 years of experience. Um, and they are a mother-daughter team, um, and they are starting fresh and modern now. Um, I am so excited to share with you what we talked about in trusting your vendors, what you should be asking and thinking about when you're coming into a floral consultation. It might not be quite what you think, um, so let's just dive right in. Nikki, I'm so glad that you are joining us today. If you just want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, um, I'm Nikki with Island Flowers. Um, I, while some girls grew up uh, you know, watching Say Yes to the Dress and things like that, um, fantasizing about future weddings. Um, I was actually in it at my mom's side since I was probably about six, seven years old, watching real brides, get, putting on their dresses, setting up real weddings, ceremonies, receptions. So I have really been in it from the beginning. Um, and I'm really excited to be here on the podcast talking about um, my experience uh, what our shop brings to the table, and uh, how we think you can create your best wedding day. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're super, super excited to have you. So just tell me a little bit more about kind of the shop and what your process looks like. Sure. Um, so it's pretty simple. Um, like most florists, um, if you are a couple looking to potentially book us for your wedding day. Um, you would come in, have a consultation. Um, unlike some places, we um, price everything out for you right there. Um, and we might even make up like a sample bouquet or something if you uh, really wanted to kind of see full out what you were envisioning. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, uh, we will put an advance order in for the flowers uh, for your wedding. And then we kind of just, however many months go by. And then <laughs> usually your wedding flowers come in, um, the Wednesday before your big day. So that gives us a little bit of a cushion to work with if we need to get more or we need to change things up or if something doesn't come in as nice as it should. Um, so we have a little bit of a cushion there. And then, um, Thursday and Friday, we usually spend designing the actual pieces for the wedding. Um, and then Saturday we come and deliver it, set it all up, make sure everybody is happy and satisfied. And um, if not, we, sometimes on the fly, we end up, you know, changing some things. And yeah, that's our that's our wedding process. <laughs> awesome. So when people come in for a consultation and you guys are like spitballing ideas, do they usually come in with some sort of idea of what they want? Are they like coming in with specifics or general ideas? How does that usually work? You know, it's really funny because it just depends on the person. Mm -hmm. um, we actually just uh, did a huge clean out of our old wedding files um, because we're switching to all digital system um, before it was a paper system. And we had every single file of every wedding we have done for the last 23 years. Wow. And yeah, it was a, it was a big clean out. Um, so... Some of the files were one sheet of paper because it was just one 
uh, contract just written out. The bride just said, I like purple flowers. <laughs> that was about <laughs> it. And then um, some of them were like novels where we had pages and pages of inspiration photos and fabric samples and all kinds of stuff. Um, so it really, it just depends. Um, but I will say pretty common across the board is we do see um, people coming in and having pretty thinking that they need to have something specific, right? Mm -hmm. Like they think, oh man, I have my florist consultation. I better know, you know, what flowers do I want, what colors I want, have all the pictures of the bouquets, the arch pieces. And like, um, and then if they don't, they come in and they are a little bit frazzled and, and they feel, but they don't realize that, you know, we have a lot of vision and we know our flowers. We know our color theory, like we've got this. So really, you don't need to come in having, you know, a Pinterest board with a hundred different photos on it for us to look at. Um, Or, and especially like thinking that you need to know specific flowers because actually that ends up hurting you because um, if you come in with a very specific flower and you have your budget, um, they might not work together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, or, or the season, Um, if you are dead set on peonies and you are getting married in October, it is just not going to (laughs) happen. And so, you know, uh, coming in with your, your style and your aesthetic and your vibe, your mood, all of that is really great. Um, but coming in with extremely specific, um, ideas can actually sometimes hurt you and, um, not lead you to the overall vision that you want to create. Yeah, yeah. I've been talking lately um, with other vendors, you included, about kind of how we are the expert in our own fields and we really need to be showing and demonstrating to our clients that that is true and, um, you know, guiding them along and, and, and proving that we're the experts and they just need to trust us in doing our job. Right. <laughs> um, so I know kind of trust is like our buzzword today. And yes. um, I want to talk a little bit more about um, maybe your process and having clients, you know, trust you through the process. Um, or maybe like what you say when, uh, when a couple comes in and they have a really specific idea or they have like six Pinterest pictures and they're like, <laughs> we want this, but they like don't really match. They just kind of think that they do, you know, so right, talk me right. through a little bit of that. Sure. I mean, um, I think that the best way to go about it, like, the, you know, you see all these checklists in blog posts, like mm-hmm. the the ultimate checklist for your floral consultation and things like that. And to me, I just don't think anything on there is usually very helpful yeah. <laughs> because it usually ends up boxing you in um, as a couple when you go in to, to speak to a florist. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really most important is opening up to your florist or any vendor that you're speaking with, like trying to build a relationship, trying to get to know them and helping them get to know you. Um, because I know, um, in, in my opinion, the best weddings we have ever done have been close family friends. And it's been because there has been trust going both ways and because we know the couple so well. Um, So, you know, um, one that I have specifically in mind is a friend who I was actually in her wedding and we did her flowers. And um, 
she, uh, because she was a close friend of mine, I knew her, of course, very well. But also, she was very open um, because, of course, the this shop is a mother-daughter team. So mm-hmm. my mom didn't know her very well. And, and she opened up and let my mom get to know her. And she, um, even just the way she presented herself, helped us get a feel for what we should do for her wedding. You know, she had this waist-length, blonde hair that she wore in these like loose boho waves and she wore these big flowy patterned pants and Mm -hmm. um you know all of these things and 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 she told us all about her wedding and and the aesthetic that she had that you know she told us she was wearing um a short lace dress from free people and she was having a barefoot ceremony and all of these things. And she didn't know what she wanted for, for flowers. She mm-hmm. didn't know any specific um, types of flowers. She didn't know um, any styles of bouquets. She didn't have any clue. And she didn't really care to pick out the specifics. But mm-hmm. instead, she just helped us see her, the rest of her vision um, and see that what the style of her wedding was, what her style was, what her... Um, fiance's style was and through that we ended up creating these really stunning pieces that were completely different than anything we ever do typically Um, I still have yet to see anything on Pinterest or anywhere else that looked like this so she had this very unique look to her wedding and it was so perfect for her and her fiance Mm and she didn't she didn't give us inspiration photos she didn't give us specifics um, and it just turned out so perfect because she had trust in us and we knew her so well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that there's, you know, there's stories like that that really demonstrate, you know, what we're talking about. So like you were saying, I think people tend to overprepare for consultations and they'll Google what they need to know ahead of time. But is there kind of a suggestion that you have on what they should be bringing to a floral consultation in particular? Well, I think the very first thing would be an open mind yeah. um, and knowing that uh, th- this florist that you're going to speak to, whoever they are, they have done weddings before. Um, and of course your wedding is going to be different from mm-hmm. every other wedding. You know, it's each one is unique, but they have, a, they have that experience behind them that they know the process. They know um, all the bumps that they might encounter in the road. They've got it. Um, so, and they're in this industry because they are creative, because they have artistic eye, um, and because they're talented designers. So, um, go in knowing that you're speaking to someone who understands how to design something beautiful, um, and has experience designing something beautiful. Yeah. Like when you go into a, a floral consultation, I would say probably 99% of the people going into that do not have that experience mm-hmm. with, with flowers. They have not designed flower centerpieces, flower bouquets, things like that. Um, so go in with an open mind knowing that um, this person uh has this vision and this creativity and this talent to Mm -hmm. really execute something 
really amazing, no matter what your budget is, you know? Yeah. Um, so that would be the first thing is just really stay open-minded um, to what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Be open to building a relationship and try to do that actively and try to help them get to know you and your fiance, help them get to know your love story, where you're coming from as a couple, where you're going as a couple. And I know that's a lot to get across in a consultation, <laughs> yeah. but like, but like thinking about what stories you could tell them in that short space of time of the consultation mm-hmm. that would communicate a lot in a small amount of time. Going from there then into what your vision for your wedding is. And mm-hmm. and I don't mean I don't mean specifics. Mm-hmm. Uh but your vision for your wedding like the venue you're having it at, why did you choose that venue? Mm-hmm. Um and for some people your choices of venue and your choices of other aspects of the wedding might not have anything to do with uh, you as a person. Mm-hmm. And so skip over those parts, right? Like, yeah. But if you've, if you've chosen something because it's really important to you and your fiancé and you as a couple and your vision, then tell them that part. And so try to think before you go into the consultation what aspects you can talk about that will help the floral designer get to know you as much as possible in the amount of time that you have available. Yeah, I love that. So with the people that you've seen that have come in with a very specific idea in mind, how do you see that work out in comparison to somebody who's a little bit more open-minded? Right. So um, this, this happens most frequently with people who are dead set on a specific flower. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one that really comes to mind is we had a wedding where um, the bride really, really wanted all ranunculus. Um, and ranunculus are stunning flowers but they were out of season her wedding so and we we really tried to talk her out of it we tried to come up with alternatives um or we even suggested that she do a couple ranunculus um spaced out with other flowers or maybe do her own bouquet all ranunculus there are many ways that if that's an important flower to you that you can still incorporate it in a way that's really meaningful without it being the entire wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and and usually the most common way to do this would be the bridal bouquet and the groomsman's boutonniere um, because they are such key focal points of the wedding. Um, but she was really, really dead set on every bloom in her wedding being a ranunculus um, despite it being out of season. And something brides should take note of is that when things are out of season, we can still get it for you, but it will be much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be willing to pay extra and they will not look as nice. Um, it's just the fact. Like you can still get peonies, sure, but they're not going to look the way you see them in the magazine photos, right? Yeah, interesting. Um, so, so we had this entire ranunculus wedding, and we ordered boxes and boxes of ranunculus, and they all came in, and they were tiny. You know, the blooms are normally big and full, and they were these teeny tiny little, like, runts of flowers, <laughs> and they weren't open at all. They were really tight and closed up. And the colors were kind of like muted and flat. And, 
and they just were not nice at all. Like I would never have chosen to use flowers like this for a wedding. And, but we just didn't really have a choice because she was so dead set on it. And, um, and we did everything we could to kind of perk them up and make them look as beautiful as they possibly could. But of course the bride was unhappy and it, it did not turn out well. It was not a very pretty wedding, um, as far as flowers are concerned. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, we kind of knew that from the moment that the consult happened because that is almost inevitable. Um, and so, but that could happen at any time. I mean, even if the flower is in season, um, I can't tell you how often we order flowers that normally look stunning mm-hmm. and they are in season, but we just happen to get a bad box. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we can always send it back and get a new box, but you're just kind of like, when you want something extremely specific, you are walking that line of it not looking that great. I mean, um, and and I think a lot about how, um, you know, like as vendors, we do these styled shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, and not all non-vendors are aware of this, but many of the photos you tend to see online or in magazines or on Pinterest are from these styled shoots where every single vendor involved has been given creative freedom and, and the vendors trust each other. You know, I don't come in and say to you, Abigail, you know, Oh, well, I think it would be better if you shot the video this way. (laughs) And because I don't know what I'm talking about and with video and, and so, um, when I started doing salad shoots, I, I didn't realize that there was that level of trust there that, you know, you, you're given an aesthetic, you're given an inspiration and a color palette. Um, but from there, you are just allowed to create what you feel would be the best design. Um, and style shoots always turn out so stunning because every vendor has been given the opportunity to put their best foot forward in a creative sense. Yeah. And, and these are the photos that couples are looking at, right? These are the photos that couples are finding and saying, oh my gosh, I really want my wedding to look like that. Well, if you really want your wedding to look like that, you need to give your vendors creative freedom and your wedding will look like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's such a good point. I never really thought about it that way. But as someone who has coordinated style shoots and has another one coming up, um, I operate that way. I basically am like, here's our kind of mood board. And I like totally trust you and like go and run with whatever you want to throw out there. But I never really broke it down and looked at it in that way of, you know, trusting your vendors from kind of this other perspective of like, I'm not a bride getting married, but, um, (laughs) you know, we're still like all coming together and just kind of trusting everyone to bring their own thing to the table. And then somehow, of course, it is um, beautiful and cohesive. And yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and so I'm not saying like not to have any inspiration because even in these style shoots, we, we have a mood board that we work off of, but having just that trust and not saying, you know, I, I've never done a style shoot where someone came in and said, oh, well, we have to have ranunculus. Yeah. You absolutely must use ranunculus. And, and that's good because typically what I do with these, um, types of events is I go to our wholesaler and I hand pick the flowers that look the best um, and and are within that color palette and that style. Yeah. Um, and if if my 
couples gave me the freedom to do that i mean their weddings would the the quality of their florals and their wedding would just skyrocket because if they said to me you know we have a really we want a really formal style and we want this color palette um or something along those lines whatever their personal style was i could hand pick their flowers from my wholesaler and bring them the best of the best So at the end of every episode, I like to ask all of our guests for either like an uplifting story or a favorite part of the job or something like that. So if you want to share that with us. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, favorite part of my job is just easy because I just love seeing people's faces when I deliver on something, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it's a wedding or not. um, I just love when someone's ordered something, maybe over the phone or online and then they come in to pick it up or I deliver it to them and their face just completely lights up and mm-hmm. I can just see that I've made their day. That's amazing. But uh, as far as like an uplifting story, um, one that just always comes to mind because it was just so um, sweet and so uh, fulfilling as a florist to see uh, someone have this kind of attitude towards me as a vendor Mm -hmm. we had um a couple a few months ago uh that we did their flowers and uh the bride had selected um some cream garden roses um again choosing something very specific instead of (laughs) you know letting us kind of handpick for you so so we ordered in these cream garden roses and we ordered boxes and boxes and boxes of them for this wedding and they came in uh the Wednesday before the big day and we start unboxing them taking them out of their wrapping processing them and as we do this we're discovering that we have received a bad box we've got rotten flowers and Mm. I mean brown slimy roses it was terrible and so we keep unboxing them so that we can send pictures to our wholesaler and they'll send us new ones. And we aren't stressed at all because we, we've had this happen. This is why we get them in on Wednesday. So we have a cushion. And so we start contacting the wholesaler and we're going to get new boxes the next day. It's all good. Um, you know, just kind of a small irritation really as a vendor, like, Oh, well now we have to wait till tomorrow. Um, but not a big deal. And, of course, right in that moment, as our entire shop is filled with buckets and buckets of slimy brown roses, (laughs) in walks the bride. (laughs) And we go, oh, no. And she walks in real cheery. She's like the smiliest woman I've Mm -hmm. ever met. And goes, oh, hi. You know, she she was coming in to drop off something that we were going to incorporate into her bouquet, some lace or something. And uh, she said, oh, are my, did my flowers come in? And we said, oh, yeah, they're right here. <laughs> she takes a look. She's looking at these rotten, slimy brown roses. And she goes, oh, great. And we go, no, 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 Stephanie, like, <laughs> don't worry, we're not going to actually use these in your wedding. We're going to get you new flowers. These are, you know, they sent us a bad box. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, I mean, they're kind of rustic looking. (laughs) (laughs) And 
And we just like continued to reassure. We're like, no, 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 seriously, we will not use these. Yeah. And she just said, I'm not worried about it. I'm not pressed. I know that you guys will take care of it and make it beautiful for me. I'm not worried at all. And that was the end of it. And we chatted a few more minutes and she left and we got the fresh flowers in the next day and her wedding was beautiful. Mm. And for her to just not go and freak out and worry and stress, you know, it saved herself all of that unnecessary drama and it saved us. And because she knew, you know, she didn't have to worry. She didn't have to stress because she knew that we were going to handle it. We were going to do whatever needed to be done. And we were going to provide her with beautiful product on her wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. That's so cool. And honestly, (laughs) like, also speaks to just, like, (laughs) the – I can't believe how easygoing she was and just not stressed at all. (laughs) Like, that's the dream for brides, but – Yes. Of course. And of course, not every person is going right. to be like that. But just but just the attitude to- that you should have towards all your vendors that yeah. if if they run into an obstacle, like they're going to handle it and you don't need to worry about it because they have got it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, awesome. So then how about one pro tip for the couples listening? So for all the couples listening, um, it's kind of a summary of what we've been talking about. But when you go to your vendors for your consultations, go in with an idea, a look, a mood for your day. But don't go in with specifics because really you're boxing yourself in, you're boxing your vendor in, and you're limiting the possibilities of what they could really create for you. Yeah, awesome. Uh, And how about one pro tip for other vendors who may be listening? So as much as we've been telling couples to trust your vendors, trust your vendors, trust your vendors, they got this, they're the experts, da, 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 da. Also, like we as vendors need to be thinking about how to create that trust, right? Because there there definitely are people out there that you should not trust with your wedding day. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) And so finding a way to like differentiate ourselves very clearly from those people and and giving um, evidence of why they should trust us or how they can trust us. Yeah. Um, and and I'm not sure I have anything, any tangible steps on how to do that. Uh-huh. So, you know, for each individual, because I think for each individual, it's yeah, a little bit it's different. So different. Yeah. Yeah. So but just think of ways that you can help your couples trust you more. Definitely. Great. Uh, and then just let us know where people can find you. Oh, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Island Flower Shop. Um, and same thing on Facebook, Island Flower Shop. Um, and then also we have our website, which is islandflowershop.net. Awesome. And then you do have a storefront. Do you want to tell us where that is as oh, well? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so we have our brick-and-mortar store. It's at 1630 Postal Road in Chester, Maryland. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we we serve mostly the eastern shore of Maryland. Um, our local community is Kent Island. Um, but depending on, you know, 
the date and location and everything like that, we can also travel a little farther afield too. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for, for being here. I think this was incredibly valuable and, um, and I really hope people kind of take away what we're saying. Um, so thank you so much for sharing everything today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, the season one finale of the DMV Wedding Pros podcast. As always, you can find the links for Nikki and the Island Flower Shop down in the show notes. And if you want to hop on over to our Instagram, it's just at DMV Wedding Pros Podcast and leave a little bit of love over on her post. That would be amazing. Also, if there's anyone or anything that you would really love to hear about, just shoot us a DM over there. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review, letting future listeners know what they can expect and why they should tune in. Till next time.